Welcome to the latest Boba News series, World Dairy Expo Chats. I'm your host, Kim Bremer, and today I'm visiting with Marilyn Hershey. She's the chair of Dairy Management Incorporated. You're also a dairy farmer from Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, you just finished up a great presentation at the Global Dairy Symposium, and you gave great perspective, uh, and I know that you do a lot of work with the U.S. Dairy Export Council, but can you give us an overview of why this discussion about how the, how the U.S. dairy industry fits into the global dairy, uh, how, that, uh, how that picture looks? You know, it's, uh, it's interesting, uh, when we look at exports and how far they've grown and how, how much they have grown and the importance of, uh, of, of, of having our quality products on the shelves of other countries, uh, one out of six tanker loads of milk. And it's actually between one out of five and one out of six. So when you think about that, um, Dwayne and I ship a tanker load of milk a day. So just to give that a little perspective, so you know, a little less than once a week, uh, our our milk is going to uh, to outside our borders. It's a critical market for us. And this has been a theme during World Dairy Expo this year. A lot of uh, different presentations talking about exports and the importance of the export market. Uh, from the U.S. Dairy Export Council perspective, what are some of the things that you're paying attention to that are making your radar? We're looking at new markets. We're looking at areas, parts across the globe that have growing middle class markets that you look at that growing middle class and you know those consumers are going to need that they're going to want more quality products cheese is a big uh, dairy product obviously that we export and and exported you know when you look at Wisconsin cheese is a is a huge exported uh, commodity so you know it's important for us to make sure that uh, that we're finding those new markets we're not just looking uh, and COVID helped us with this because we were forced um, out of some really large countries that we were exporting a lot of product to and with trade barriers and COVID that was shut down um, and so we had to become creative and look outside of that one area that maybe we were comfortable with and let's find some new markets let's find some growing populations and make sure that we're getting the U.S. product into their shelves. Now you were just on a farmer mission trip. What was the biggest thing you learned? First of all, you went to Chile. Yes, we did. It was it was wonderful. We had and we try to do this with U.S. Dairy Export Council. Uh, once a year, we try to take a uh, handful of farmers from our DMI board and uh, go to a farmer go go to another country that uh, that we are we are involved with as U.S. DAC. So, you know, two years ago we were in Dubai, and that's a, a very, very established market. Uh, more than 90% of their food in that, in that country is imported uh, from other countries. But Chile is a different story, and so it was a different trip for us. It was a market that is still very new. Um, for us at U.S., it, it was a U.S. deck. It's a market that we have a ton of opportunity for to continue to grow. So really, this trip was about relationship building, not just um, not just with our employees that that are the boots on the ground, so to speak, but also um, there were processors along on that trip and bringing the processors from the U.S. together with the buyers from Chile to make sure that, that the market opportunity is there. And I thought it was interesting you brought up messaging around the globe. I don't know that we give a lot of thought to what other places around the globe think about our dairy industry. What's been the biggest thing you've learned? 
Uh, biggest thing I learned was a couple years ago, uh, the first time I went to the to the UN and the FAO, and I was speaking over there. Prior to going, uh, the CEO of USDEC, uh, Krista Hardin, she pulled me aside and she said, "I just want you to know, not everyone, just get this in your mindset, not everyone is going to like you." And it was interesting because I did find that, you know, and and it was a, a new. A new uh, avenue for me, okay, um, but there's a perception of U.S. dairy um, that is not always positive, and it's because other people are telling their story. So it's very important for us to have a global presence in some of these meetings that are happening, uh, whether it's, you know, these climate meetings that are happening. Let's make sure they know that 98% of the farms in the U.S. are family-owned. Let's make sure they know that we care about our animals, that our larger farms are not factory farms. It's very important. So what do you see as some of our biggest opportunities? Oh, wow, biggest opportunities. You know, I think we have to continue to export. We have to con continue to find those new, uh, those new avenues to sell our product. I think, you know, we have a huge opportunity to continue to tell our story and tell it in bigger better ways and tell it in maybe ways that we're not used to. Like what are the ways that we can meet Gen Z, that next population, because when meeting that next population, they're not getting the news and information like we did. And so what are the new ways that we have to be able to tell our story? Do you feel like we're moving the needle in a good direction? I think we are. I, I really strongly feel like we are moving the needle in the right direction. It takes a team, and I think we have to continue to work together to get that done. But uh, you know, when you see exports rising uh, every you know month over month, we've had a solid year this year with exports. And when you see trade barriers um, starting to come down, and and us being able to work with countries that we have really solid trade agreements with, um, I think we have a lot of opportunity for growth. So a message of hope for the dairy producers out there listening. Absolutely. There's hope out there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time with us today, Marilyn. We appreciate it. This wraps up our Boba News podcast for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Boba News on your favorite podcast subscriptions platform. Or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts on upcoming podcasts. This has been your host, Kim Brimmer. And from everyone at Boba News, have a great day.